My new book is out on Audible, How to Be a Capitalist Without Any Capital. You can grab it right now. Here's what a user Thomas Lornaviticus said. Latka is the real deal. Five stars. Hey, Nathan, I just listened to your podcast with JLD. You killed it. I saw your book earlier last week and thought, meh, I'll wait when Kindle costs $1.99 or whatever, as I have over 150 books to catch up with. But then I sense that this book may have something I need right now. I bought it for full price, but didn't really start reading it. Then talking with JLD, you mentioned that the strategies may not work if you wait. And that's so true. I read it. I'm feeling pumped to devour it even more. Thank you for sharing it all and kicking ass. Guys, all of you that listen to the podcast, you are the reason I wrote the book. SaaS CEOs, founders, entrepreneurs, go grab it today at capitalistbook.com. Especially if you like audio, go grab the audible version right now. Again, capitalistbook.com. Trust yourself more, be more brave. She certainly was. You know, 2008 was a tough time to start a business. Not only just any business, she said, okay, I'm gonna start a mortgage lending business, the thing that caused 2008. And now look, she's doing so well. Bootstrapped 2 million bucks in AR. She's working with about 50 lenders, helping them more efficiently put out loans and then pay back commissions across the entire commission stack. They're up about 30, 40% year over year, up from 1.6 million in AR in July, 2017. They have no churn, which is great. Willing to spend up to about 25 or 30 grand to acquire a customer or so eight or nine month payback period with their team of 25 people in Atlanta and other remote locations. This is the Top Entrepreneurs Podcast, where founders share how they started their companies and got filthy rich or crash and burn. Each episode features revenue numbers, customer counts, and other insider information that creates business news headlines. We went from a couple hundred thousand dollars to 2.7 million. They had no money when they started the company. It was $160 million, which is the size of many IPOs. We're bootstrapped. We have like 22,000 customers. With over 5 million downloads in a very short amount of time, major outlets like Inc. are calling us the fastest growing business show on iTunes. I'm your host, Nathan Latka, and here's today's episode. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Lori Brewer. She's the CEO of LBA Wear, and she's also an accomplished entrepreneur and technology leader. Following the conclusion of her service in the U.S. Air Force, she dedicated her talents to improving the mortgage industry. She founded LBAWare in 2008 to deliver business process optimization through LBAWare's flagship products, Compensafe and LOS Talker. Lori, are you ready to take us to the top? Yes. Good morning, Nathan. Good morning. So 2008 is a, a tough year to launch a business. Personally, where were you at that point? Did you just leave the military or where were you at? I was working for a mortgage company doing uh, custom development, so software development and operations, and they went down. Um, it was a sinking ship, so I was a bit of an accidental entrepreneur, but it was the best thing that ever happened to me. And now, what is LBAWare? For those not familiar, what do you do and how do you make money? Sure. So, the mortgage industry is a complex uh vertical and we operate only in that vertical we provide SaaS systems uh, that are back office uh, products so the compensate our main product is built around uh, managing the sales performance and analytics of the loan originators mainly and then paying them compliantly on their loans the mortgage industry is traditionally a commission-based industry so they and after 2008 and 9, there are laws uh, within Dodd-Frank that they can only pay in certain ways. They can't pay on the revenue of the product, but they can pay 
on uh, the production of the product. So we, we have a business engine, business rules engine lenders can use to facilitate how to encourage um, and motivate their sales staff and then pay them commissions. Okay, so it's really a tool that maybe, you know, the, the chief revenue officer or the head of HR, or someone internal like that at a company might buy. Right. We're usually selling to the CFO, HR staff, CEO. That's our main target at a company, depending on the size. Okay. And I don't want to go down every customer cohort, but give me a general sense. On average, what are these customers paying per month for the product? Sure. In general, um, we're selling annual contracts and general annual revenue or general price point is um, about 40K. So we charge per we have a flat fee and then we have a per loan funded fee. So, uh, so we're, you know, the more loans they originate and close, the more we're making, the more they're making. Uh, so we're dividing our revenue on, we have a, a floor and then we, tra- we charge uh, per loan above that. So not per user, but per close loan. Okay. Now that flat fee you just gave me, is that the 40 K annual or is that the average flat fee plus the, you know, per loan funded fee? Correct. Average all in. Okay. Average all in. Great. Okay, good. And, and let me, I want to walk down an example of this real quick before we put all this on a timeline and get more of your backstory. When you say a a per loan funded fee, so let's say the head of HR at a bank got their salespeople to hit quota, you know, two months faster than usual for the year. And one of them did a loan, I'm making this up for a hundred thousand dollars to, you know, a a bank client of that hundred thousand. What will you take? So, well, the loan amount being 100000 so they'll probably make uh, around 8000 but of that, their net is getting skinnier and skinnier. That's one of the problems in the, in the industry right now. Um, so per loan fee, we're very cheap on average. Uh, again, depending on the size of the lender, but between 3 up to $10 a loan. Okay. Now, is that, oh, oh, that's a flat fee no matter if it's a dollar loan or a $100 million loan? Correct. It's oh, not wow. correct. It's, yeah, we're just per unit and not per volume. Okay, sorry. And you said it was 3 to $10? Correct. That's great. Okay, good. So again, putting this again back on a timeline, 2008 was when you launched. Now, did you bootstrap this or did you raise capital? We are bootstrapped. I love that. Something I've struggled with, but yes, that's why it's taking us so long. But we're Tell, me, tell yeah. me why you've struggled. Um, just, you know standard answer, we need money to have more resources to go faster. So I've contemplated whether, um, you know, not taking money was the right decision. I feel like we probably could be a little bit further in our process had I taken money. But on the other hand, uh, we are at a good point now. So we're not planning to take money, you know, at this point, because we've we are cash flow positive, and, um, you know, plan to increase increase that. What's your team size today? We're at 25. 25. Everyone in Atlanta? Uh, about 80%. Yes. And then we have some, we have an outside salesperson um, and a couple of senior developers that are remote. That's great. And then lastly, you know, 2008, you, you created obviously bootstrapped, you hustle, you hustle, you hustle for 10 years. What do you got now today in terms of total banks or customers working with you? Total number? Client? Yes. Yeah. So we, we just surpassed the milestone. Um, we're over 50 lenders and those lenders represent sizes of, 
you know, within a lender, it's an enterprise fast sale. So we contract, of course, with the lender. And then with, within that company, we may have between 30 and 3,500 users. So we have a, a range. Um, typically, we're looking for lenders doing at least 100 units mortgage loans a, a month. Uh, we do have a few that are smaller than that. Um, and then some that are doing, we had one do 10,000 units uh, last month. So. Oh, wow. So, I mean, can I take the, that 50, those 50 clients times that $40,000 average annual price point you gave me and assume you guys are caught somewhere around a 2 million AR range? That would be accurate. Yep. That's, that's great. Congratulations, especially doing that bootstrapped. I love that. Thanks. Yeah. Every day is a challenge. I hear you. Walk me through the onboarding. So you said you have, a, you know, it's a very much an enterprise sale. What does your sales team look like today? And how long is the sales cycle to land one of these new lenders? So sales cycle is a little bit uh, complicated. You know, it's, it's, it's a little bit strange um, in that we know exactly who our potential clients are. And there are really only, you know, let's call it 5,000 companies out there that we could potentially sell to. Um, so... I have an outside business developer. I have a, a lead gen. And then I, of course, do still do sales. Um, so we're typically going to conferences. It's a long, it'll take anywhere between um, a couple months to a year to land a lender. Um, so our cost of acquiring that lender is, is, is not cheap. Um, but how much, we, what is it all in? Would you say, are we talking like 20 grand to close or 40 first year ACV, 40 grand to close or what? So probably in the neighborhood at 20 to 25. Yep. And that's mostly on like the salesperson traveling around that kind of stuff. Right. Conferences, marketing, <coughs> uh, we have an external PR company. So that's a monthly fee. Um, just general social. Yeah. So we're spending money to try to ensure that those 6,000 companies know who we are and know what we do. Yep. And with that $25,000 kind of all in CAC, and I guess probably in a worst case scenario, if your ACV first year is 40 grand, is it fair to say that you get that CAC back in about eight months? That's your payback period? Yes. However, the onboarding of that client um, is, it's not a simple product. So, and we're, very close to our clients. We, so our best stat, Nathan, is we've never lost a client and we've never had a failed implementation. So we, what do you, you mean know, bend over backwards. A sales implementation. A failed, a failed, oh, failed. implementation. Yeah. So even when um, it takes longer than we expected, we're taking the hit to ensure that we successfully onboard the client. So I say all that because the first year we're, we're not making any money on that client because of resources that we expend um, for, you know, customization, ensuring that we migrate all their plans. So yeah, I would say it's at least a year before we're making money. Yeah. Laura, you know, if you have zero churn, you know what that means, right? Uh, I, don't know what you're going to say. No. Too, it's too cheap. Triple your price points. <laughs> so our plan is land and expand. Uh, we're adding, we've, we're building the product out so that it's modular and slowly adding piece, pieces that all the clients don't have. So as clients request things, we're adding that as essentially a module that then will, our 
plan is to upsell the other clients. Mm -hmm. So I hope to increase the revenue we're bringing in on our established clients. And then we're adding a a third product to that will be essentially a bolt on uh, for analytics and, and predictions. So I hear you. Yeah, you're probably right. Let me, I mean, I'm, I'm being a little bit facetious, but, but let me ask you a different question. It sounds like your utility value is you help more loans get issued, right? So a good measure of your success there is, well, what's the total loan value that's gone through your system? So, so in the past year, what's the loan volume that's gone through your system in terms of dollar figures? So I don't have that number off the tip of my tongue, but it's, it's millions, um, if not billions of loan volume. You know, if you think about a $100,000 loan, typically an LO, a loan originator is being paid a commission somewhere around um, 100 basis points for $1,000. And then on top of that, there's bonuses. And then the, the, there's multi-layers. And that's where our value comes in. You have branch manager, area manager, divisional manager, production manager, all taking a piece. Um, so the the piece we're dealing with are those commissions. And over the lifetime of the product, we're, we have t-shirts now that have three commas because we exceeded a billion dollars in the commissions that we calculated. Um, and we just this month went over $2 billion. So, uh, so over $2 billion in, 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 in loans that have gone through your system? In commissions that have been calculated on the loan value which are typically, you know, let's call it 3% of the loan volume. So, I mean, if you're, okay, so so if, if you know, the commissions are obviously less than the total loan value because it's 3% of the loan value. So, I mean, three times, call it 33, gives you 100. I mean, can we multiply 2 billion times 33 and say the loan value gone through your system is approaching potentially 100 billion? Yeah, that, yes, that's. We're gonna have to make you, we're gonna have to make you a four comma club shirt soon. That's right. Let me ask you another question. If 08 happens again, you know, Donald Trump, he's, he's deregulating a lot of this stuff. Banks are getting more aggressive with lending, especially mortgage lending. If something like 08 happens again and lending just, just goes right to the floor, does it hurt your business or have you figured out a way to, to cushion yourself from that potentially happening? So it is, um, if you're not in the industry right now, you probably wouldn't be aware of it, but this year is, is going to be a hotbed of merger and acquisition, merger and acquisition activity. Um, refinances are down because of rates going up. There's a lack of liquidity in the housing market. Uh, compliance is just killing these lenders. Like they're, the Mortgage Bankers Association last quarter released a report that said on average lenders were losing money on every loan on average. So it's, it's to the point where people can't, um, it's cash flow problems. So, so yes, I've spent a lot of um, brain cycles thinking about it. Um, what's strange is our business is up. Our pipeline has never been healthier, and it's because we have a product that can help the lender maximize their revenue and control their biggest expense, which is usually 50% of, their, of the revenue on the loan around the sales. Uh, so we're able to put business rules where they can actually control what's happening So we're seeing an uptick in activity. Um, So I'm just, my goal is to position ourselves to ensure that we continue to play that card out as lenders continue to look for ways to 
you know, decrease human capital and increase the amount of sales they're getting per person. Yeah. Uh, you're currently at 2 million bucks in ARR. I want to get a sense of growth rate. Where were you about a year ago, July, 2017? So overall, so we were, um, uh, like one point a year ago, we were about 1.6, I believe 1.5. So call it 30, 40% growth year over year. That's pretty good. Bootstrapped. Are you, are you raising capital now? No. Are, are you in any, not planning. Are, are you in any acquisition talks with any other companies? No, we're not at you, the moment. You're smiling. Why? <laughs> uh, just, I'm not, you know, I, right now, um, the, I think potentially someday we could be a good, uh, a smart play for a strategic buyer. Um, but I feel like right now we have so much we could do, uh, there, the, the technical, um, gap in the mortgage industry is just, it's so huge. You, you can walk in and you walk out the door with, you know, a pad full of sticky notes on all the simple things you could do with technology to improve their businesses. Um, so right now I'm happy. I'm in fun. I, I don't, I want to just maximize what we have. Well, you know, Lori cabbage is, is in Atlanta kind of in your backyard. You know, they've been on the show many times. He told me very directly, they are looking at doing kind of rolling up additional products that they might be able to do. They're obviously in the small business lending space. This is kind of analogous and that's a FinTech product. He comes to you and offers you five X your current AR. So 10 million bucks. You're, you don't take the deal. No, she says, no, no I think we have, <laughs> I think we have far more value than, that. I, I love the confidence, Lori. Let's wrap up here with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite business book? Um, I just read, reread Predictable Revenue, Aaron Ross. Yep, so I think that's a, a great book. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying right now? Um, David Cummings, he's in Atlanta. I, I don't know if you're familiar with him. Tech Village, Pardot. Yes, Atlanta Tech Village. He sold Pardot for ninety something million uh, several years ago. But he's he's fabulous. He's involved in the community. So yeah, I follow him. Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building your business? I have a lot of tools. I stand behind. Um, we use Slack a lot, but w- one tool in the database arena that uh, people might not know about uh, Redgate. Redgate has SQL Server tools that are fabulous. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? So I know that's one of your questions. Um, and we have this mattress that actually reports it to me and it's kind of scary. So, um, yeah, I'm probably in the five to six that I'm working on improving that. And what's your situation, Lori? Married, single, do you have kiddos? I am married and I have three teenage boys. Oh, well, oh my gosh, you have your hands full. And Lori, do you mind yeah, me? Yeah, they're a- fun. That's good. Do you mind me asking how old you are? So yeah, I'm 49. Oh, wow. Congratulations. And last question, take us back 29 (laughs) years. What do you wish your 20 year old self knew? Uh, My 20 year old self, I wish I knew a ton. I wish I would have trusted myself. I I had, I feel like there were ideas. um, I wish I would have gone out on my own and tried to, uh, you know, so 20 years ago, when I was in my twenties, the internet was coming around and, and businesses didn't even have websites. And so I, you know, the ideas around, Hey, let's create websites, create these tools. But I was too, 
focused on thinking I had to make a steady income of probably at the time, like 40,000, um, that I wasn't brave enough to do it. I wish I would have been a little more brave. Guys, trust yourself more. Be more brave. She certainly was. You know, 2008 was a tough time to start a business. Not only just any business, she said, okay, I'm going to start a mortgage lending business, the thing that caused 2008. And now look, she's doing so well. Bootstrapped two million bucks in AR. She's working with about 50 lenders, helping them more efficiently put out loans and then pay back commissions across the entire commission stack. They're up about 30, 40% year over year, up from 1.6 million in AR in July 2017. They have no churn, which is great. Willing to spend up to about 25 or 30 grand to acquire a customer. So eight or nine month payback period with their team of 25 people in Atlanta and other remote locations. Lori, thank you for taking us to the top. Thanks, Nathan.